G'day all, it is Thursday, August 25, the Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio. A very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening. And uh, Loz just having the day off today. He'll be back tomorrow. So Pup and I here in the studio, we've got Blocker coming in 7 to 8 this morning to give a full preview for round 24, the penultimate round in the NRL. What a game we got tonight. Crucial game for both clubs. Brisbane and Parramatta trying to lock in a final spot. This is 8th v 5th. And uh, Selwyn Cobbo, the big news yesterday, is going to be rested from this game. Basically put his hand up and said, look, I'm struggling. Struggling with fatigue in his first full season in the NRL, the 20-year-old. Now, also, we've got big news overnight in Formula One. As I say, good morning to you, pup. Something that I guess hasn't been unexpected considering uh, the rumblings going on in recent months. But it is confirmed. Aussie Daniel Ricciardo is gone from McLaren mm. at the end of this season. He's got a year left on his contract, so you can imagine they came to some beautiful mutual agreement where he gets a significant payout. His contract, just to drive with McLaren, is somewhere around the $21 million mark. I'm guessing that's US dollars, of course, as well. But uh, they've said, quote, mutually parting ways. But let's face it. A few weeks ago, 21-year-old Aussie, Oscar Piastri, was announced in the Alpine team. And he said that's not happening at all. His manager, Mark Webber, it seems like it's inevitable they've done a deal with McLaren. So Aussie Mm -hmm. taking over Aussie, such as the... cutthroat world of Formula One. Morning to you, mate. Yeah, morning, Mido. Morning to our listeners, yeah. Um, Well, it says mutual, but I think it really depends where Ricardo goes now. That'll determine whether it's mutual or not. If he's got another opportunity somewhere else, then I think he would have seen uh, the writing on the wall. I think there's obviously been um, a number of conversations over the past 12 months have been disappointed with Ricardo's performances. Ricardo's been disappointed with the car. Um, so I think this is, uh, well, I think we, we speculated this a while ago. Um, and yeah, there's no doubt he'll get, he'll get some, well, I reckon he'll, I reckon he'll get all of his money. I reckon I'll have to pay him the full, if it's 20 million, 25 million, whatever it is, I have to pay him the full fee out, but I've got no doubt he'll find somewhere else to go. It's just, will it be in the formula one? Um, does he, you know, 33 years of age, does he still think he's, he's one of the best drivers? Does he still think he can compete at the highest level? Um, is Formula One where he wants to be at, at 33. It's Yeah, it's obviously not about money. He's, he's made a, a heap of money throughout his career. Um, but I think he'll be disappointed with, you know, if, if he walks away from Formula One now, uh, uh, going on what a lot of people feel about his driving, I think he'll be disappointed with his results. No, nah, he, he wants to stay in the sport. Yeah. He's made that pretty clear in uh, interviews in recent times. Uh, and you know, McLaren boss Zach Brown gave him... Well, virtually the old full support of the board recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, this has been bubbling along, of course, in the background due to his performances. Yeah. Well, where's he go, though? Well, there's Who signs him, ha- you reckon? Uh, so there were reports on ESPN yesterday that uh, the Haas uh, team principal, but- he had spoken to him heading before the break that they're currently in. They've raced, I think, in Belgium, the season resumption yeah. this week. Is he going to win a race break. in that car? Well, this is the thing. Uh, my next point is. is the days of Denia Ricciardo competing Podi- being on the podium for podiums yeah. in formula 1 is all but over. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure he's that type of guy. I'm not sure he's just oh, I'll do it for the money just to to drive in the F1. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I think at 33 you've either got that desire to want to win, but that's my point the the the, the options he's got in formula 1 
He's if he's on the podium, it'll be a miracle. Well, he did say as well recently. I saw a quote in an interview where he said, "Well, this is a sport where that twenty people in the world do it." So he oh, he yeah. he's addicted to that competition. Um, and now that what? In, finishing well, that's that's it, of the grid. At the same time, I guess you know you have that belief don't you, that you can you can turn things yeah. around oh, for another yeah. team. So, yeah. but um, I think if he's got that, if he if he honestly thinks he can stand on the podium driving for a you know driving in a different car, then good luck to him. I'm saying don't change, don't mm. don't don't change sports, or, or don't go and drive in the states, or you know stay in the F1 if that opportunity is there. But if he oh, yeah, if he hasn't been able to do it with McLaren, mm. it's going to be a hell of an effort doing it with... What, what do you reckon his options are? Well, Haas, there's also Alpine, or yeah. Alpine as they say in yeah. France, which is Renault, which is where he, where, yeah. where he left to go to McLaren. Yeah. Um, and also Williams have been mentioned as well. So, But again, not contenders. No way. Not contenders, but this is a sport 20 people in the world do. Or get the opportunity to, to, to race in. So I just find it fascinating, isn't it, how for years, you know, we, we champion Aussies getting to the Formula One level and we're on the verge of having an Aussie basically ousting an Aussie mm. in Formula One because Oscar Piastri, is the, he's the Young quote, superstar, next, isn't he? next big thing. But he's Ricardo, you know, 15 years ago and Weber at some stage in his career as well. So, yeah, I think it's awesome that we're seeing Aussies in the in the F1. There's no doubt about it. And I think Ricardo, again, compared to um, what we have achieved, uh, I think Ricardo's done well. But I think, like I say, going on what experts say about Ricardo's driving, he's certainly underachieved. And I have no doubt that the cars he's been in have played a played a big part. But, you know, maybe that's why he's still got that drive. 223 race starts, Daniel Ricciardo. Eight wins, 32 podiums. Has started on pole on three occasions. He's had 33 retirements. Uh, He made his debut, what, 2011. And he's finished third in the Drivers' Championship on two occasions, 2014 and 2016. And, of course, it will be forever pondered. What if he didn't leave Red Bull? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's probably asking himself that exact same question mm. every single day. Uh, and on the text line here, uh, no name to it, but uh, the Alpine is a better performing car than the McLaren. He's a good chance of getting that seat and still being competitive. No name to that one. We will be fascinated to see. I hope he gets a seat elsewhere. Really hope he can, because it's becoming, like a lot of sports around the world, it's becoming a young person's yeah. sport. Yeah, definitely. I just had a look. Oscar Piastri was born the day of my 18th birthday. Yeah. How old is he? 21, 22? 21. 21, yeah. Gosh, that makes me feel old, Clark. <laughs> How do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm catching up to you. <laughs> so that is the big news this morning. Daniel Ricciardo gone from McLaren at the end of the season. No announcement yet from McLaren as to who will be filling the seat next year. But uh, all speculation is it will be another Aussie in 21-year-old Oscar Piastri. Uh, now, tonight, huge game. Suncorp Stadium, 8th v 5th, as I mentioned. And the market with Tab has the Brisbane Broncos, $2.25 outsiders. And Parramatta at $1.65. Now, the Bronx won 36-14 when they met at Combank Stadium just five weeks ago. Since then, the Bronx have won one of four. And that one win was against Newcastle. That barely counts these days. And that was at Suncorp as well. Oh, slap from you. Harsh. Let's be honest. Harsh. 
Selwyn Cobbo's being rested. It's the big story yesterday. He's cooked, pup. Yeah, he's fatigued. Uh, eh? Isn't it amazing that, you know, young buck, 20 years of age, puts up his hand and goes, you know, coach, I, I, we, this is a huge game. Mm. The wonder, Bronx are in free fall. I wonder if there's more to it. I wonder if it's maybe a bit of mental fatigue. More oh, than I'm any, sure it's the whole box yeah, of dice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think the Bronx are in trouble. I really do. I think they're. I think. I think they're going to. I think they're going to miss the eight. I know it's a big call. Oh, well, I'll, I'll back them to miss the eight. Yeah, I think they're going to yeah. miss the. I, I just, just. I don't know. I think they. Middle of the season, they did just got a bit of a run on and did really well. But yeah, whether it's fatigue or class, I, I don't actually know. I just feel they are. They're on the downslide. And I think they're going to struggle to make the eight. So I'm, I reckon Parra will clean them up tonight. So Jordan Pereira comes in on the wing for Selwyn Cobbo. And Kurt Capel, this is a bonus for the Broncos. He's so important to them, Capel. He's passed a fitness test on his ankle. Mm. And Zach Hosking, who I know were this great Knights fans, he's into the 17 there at the Bronx. Of course, a Hunter Valley junior, Zach Hosking. A lot of Knights fans, I know when he made his debut, debut a few weeks ago, uh, were texting in saying, well, this is the perfect example of a bloke who should be playing there at Newcastle and how they you know, haven't been able to hold on to their juniors, etc. So he's back into the 17, according to the late mail, for that big, big game tonight. And, uh, yeah, 2.25, the Bronx, Outsiders, and $1.65 there for the Eels. Uh, now, also last night, the All-Australian team was named and uh, the Swans were represented by Callum Mills and Isaac Heaney. Uh, GWS defender Sam Taylor in that squad as well. I'll tell you what, your uh, your new Essendon team, mm. if, if this was in the NRL, we'd be talking about this for days. So they've sacked the coach. CEO the resigned. CEO's resigned. Mm. Two board members are out. Two more are leaving at the end of the year. Good. Oh. I think this is a good result. Huge. I think this is exactly what needs to happen. After the chaos of what we've seen with their, well, departed coach, um... I, I think they have no choice. I think Essendon needs to go in a completely different direction. I don't think their stock is that bad. But I think the, the whole attitude around chasing a, you know, a, another coach back end of the season behind your current coach's back, um, I think was disgraceful. I, I think, I, I think there, there needs to be accountability. And I think an acceptance that, you know, what, what we've been doing over the past few years has not been working. Um, so there's a number of us that need to walk away. Now, just awful news in racing yesterday. And, uh, Clarky, these, th- there was, you know, a trainer or a couple of trainers yesterday who made, had to make the phone call to a group of connections that you'd never want to make. Count Rupi, who's been such a great little story for Robert and Luke Price there at Kemler Grange, won the gong, second in the Golden Eagle, more than $2.6 million in prize money and, you know, probably still getting to the best of it. Unfortunately, yesterday in a jump out there at Kembla, just veered off the track through the railing oh my God. and uh, suspected massive heart attack. And Tommy Berry was in the saddle. Oh. Uh, he's okay, but he, he you know, he's obviously that rocked. He, he didn't take his play, well, take his rides on the Kenzo meeting uh, there yesterday afternoon. So... Just all thoughts with connections involved there. That's just a terrible, terrible story for, for Robert and Luke Price, the owners, and Tommy Berry, who developed a really nice affiliation with this horse as well. So 
Glad that Tommy's okay, but uh, an autopsy has been ordered on Count de Rupi, but uh, it looks like probably a massive heart attack has unfortunately claimed his life. Uh, just on the Ricardo situation, morning guys, Daniel will go to Alpine with a get-out clause and wait for a spot in a larger team. Watch Oscar. He's a big talent, says Paul at Mount Druitt. Don't know if he's going to get that option now, Ricardo. Well, you go where you can get a that's deal. What, that's what I think it's going to be. If he wants mm. to stay, I think it's go where he gets a deal. He's obviously going to take less money. I don't know if he got to get the clauses that he wants at 33 anymore. No. Go, you know, five years ago, three years ago, different story. I don't know if he'll get that now. Uh, also here, if Ricardo's as good as all reports are, surely one of the mega teams would have signed him. Fair point. Yeah, good point. Uh, and also, Duckman makes a good point here as well. Hey, boys, I'm not surprised, really. He was the third oldest driver in F1 at 32. Let's compare him to Max Verstappen. He's only 24 now and started actually racing Formula 1 in 2015 as a 17-year-old. Uh, Ricardo's problem is his boss, Zach Brown, thinks the drivers were overpaid already. So he wants to slash the wage bill by 24 million US that Ricardo gets and bring in a young developing racer, e.g. Piastri. It's a tough gig considering the limited opportunities and money involved. Uh, yeah, I think you're pretty well spot on with a lot of those points there, Duckman. Now, on the back page of the Daily Telegraph, Tavita Pengai Jr., who uh, people would have seen is uh, an omission from the Canterbury side. Who have they got, Canterbury? They've got the Sharks, don't they? And they're very, very big outsiders uh, for that game. Yep, $1.07 the Sharks, $8.50 the Bulldogs, 21 and a half start for the Dogs. So Tavita Pengai Jr., uh, 925k walk-in park is the headline there. And Phil Gould confirmed on social media that uh, Pengai has been dropped this week. So there you are, you're going to see a 900k plus player in the New South Wales Cup playing against Newtown. At the grand old Henson Park, Saturday afternoon, Josh Adokar has gone into bat, saying it'll be a blessing in disguise for Tavita Pengai, and uh, that, you know, denied accusations he's got an attitude problem, etc. But it's not the first time we've seen a big money player uh, drop from a team. But mm. he's had an interesting career, Pengai, that's for sure, damaging at his best. And uh, here he is getting dropped. Naturally, at his worst last year, when he went to Penrith for that small period, looked to be really going well as he went into that system. Then he got injured and wasn't available, of course, uh, for the GF at the end of the season as he went from Brisbane to Penrith. And now he's here at the Dogs. So uh, one for Cameron Serraldo when he gets there next year. Sort out this. Yeah, well, he's one of those players, isn't he, that we see in all sports that's extremely gifted and talented, but just hard to manage. Just, I don't know if it's... You know, stuff that happens off the field, the environment he's in, or, um, you know, he just cannot, he can't get the consistency he needs to be able to perform at the highest level day in, day out. And it's a tough one as well, because I think if you don't manage him the right way, he can be destructive to the squad, to the team. So you've got to, yeah, I think he's he's an X-factor player. You want him on the park, but you want, want him at his best. So I think a new coach, that relationship I think is going to be extremely important how he, he sets that tone, Cameron Serrato, and and finds a way to get him to trust him. I think that's that that's the key. It's just a nightmare for clubs when they've got players like that taking up their salary cap, playing at half their value. But that's what Ask the Tigers. But that's what money can do sometimes as well, Mido. You know, you, yeah. you get this ego that you you think you sit on top of the world and you deserve, you know, you deserve everything. You, you, you forget that the reason you got to the NRL or you got to playing cricket for Australia was was hard work. 
you know, a lot of hard work, dedication, and you look around you in that squad, and everyone's, you know, putting in the same work. So if you if you're not going to be, if you're not going to put in the same amount of work, then you're letting your teammates down, but you're letting yourself down as well. And sometimes you do. You need that kick up the backside. Uh, also, back page of the telly. Does anyone in rugby league throw more hand grenades than Wayne Bennett? Seriously, he is he's him and annoyed. Gus. I think I reckon those two probably throw the most. No, I think Bennett <laughs> Bennett does it with a real purpose. Yeah. I think Gus just wants to ignore everyone, to yeah. be honest. Um, but I mean, Wayne Bennett the other day just openly, and, and he goes, "It's it's obvious when he wants something said, he goes to Peter Bedell, journalist yeah. of the Courier Mail. Yeah, it's the same every time." And the story comes out through the Courier Mail exclusive. Wayne Bennett says this, and he's saying it because he wants it out. And naturally, yeah, Souths, his old club, not happy with him the other day coming out and saying, particularly at this stage in South season, and they're obviously at a pretty sensitive point in trying to retain Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, Damian Cook. So leave Latrell alone is the headline on the back page of uh, the Telegraph. And, well, Blake Solly, speaking to News Corp, has said that, you know, unlike Redcliffe, <laughs> we've made it clear Latrell is our priority, along with other senior players we have at the club. Because Wayne Bennett basically said Munster's the priority, but if Latrell's available November one, yeah, we'd love to have him. We'll find every way possible to try yeah, and get him. But get aren't, him to like South, why why do they even react? Why don't they just? Everyone knows Wayne does it. Why don't he just sit there and make, Wayne's entitled to say whatever he wants and chase any player he wants when they're off contract. Well, I guess it, it comes... should be like, mate. If South feel that way about Latrell, then. All you got to do is tell the troll. You don't need to tell anybody else. You don't need to tell me. You don't need to tell the fans. You don't need to tell Wayne Bennett. Just make sure the troll knows that we want him. The rabbits want him. Wayne hasn't got that benefit right now. He can't go to Latrell and say it to him. He has to go through the media. Souths have that benefit. Like why? Like this? All this does is cause distractions for Souths at the moment. I guess Wayne Bennett has intimated previously that he won't go to his old club to poach players, so to speak. Mate, let Wayne do whatever Wayne wants to do. He's not playing the ball. He's not tackling a player. He's not passing the ball. He can do whatever he wants right now. South, focus on playing good footy. If you were wor- CEO, chairman of the board, if you were worried about what Wayne is saying, then walk straight up to the player and say, mate, you're not going anywhere. We want you. And well, we will find the money. The conspiracy theory on this pup, which they were discussing on NRL 360 last night, is that this is all a ploy from Wayne Bennett to put pressure on Cameron Munster. They want a decision from Munster per- yeah, per- to come to the Dolphins. Perfect by Wayne. And if you don't, if you don't, well, we're going to, we'll go. If you don't sign soon, we'll go and sign Latrell. Perfect by Wayne. That's what I'm saying. That, at the moment, what Wayne's job is, is to try and bring, get a team together. So he's just doing his job. I'm saying Melbourne Storm, Cameron Munster, South Sydney, Latrell Mitchell, just don't get involved in it. Hmm. it. It'll only be, it's only a distraction for you. You guys are playing in the competition. You guys have a chance to win the competition. Focus on that. Wayne's win this season is get some of these players. So he that's him winning the comp, what he's trying to do now. So I just, yeah, I feel like South here have bitten when they don't need to. Uh, In the Sydney Morning Herald, Joey Johns' column today under the headline, Eels have been horribly inconsistent, but but don't write them off for the title just yet. Uh, Singing from a very similar hymn sheet to Loz 
in that regard. Loz has said he's sticking with the Eels. They can still win the Premiership, citing uh, their two wins over Penrith this year. Their win away to the Melbourne Storm earlier in the season as well. And uh, he says that they're still a threat in this competition, the Eels. Huge game tonight. And he's tipping the Eels to win by 12 there tonight is Andrew Johns. Also uh, on the back page of The Australian, we spoke about Essendon before. Bombers board hit by brutal uprising is the headline there. Uh, Hawkins honoured as all-lost captain. So Tom Hawkins, the Geelong forward, named captain of that All-Australian squad selected last night. And Smith can't wait to tee up at home. Cameron Smith following on from Mark Leishman the day before in officially announcing that he'll be back for the Australian summer of golf. So looking forward to seeing our two biggest names, he'd say, along with Adam Scott, of course, and Jason Day on the PGA Tour. But uh, Smith and Leishman definitely home uh, for the summer. Big morning on the show coming up. Josh Reynolds, 10 minutes time. Paul Gow, Tour Championship in Atlanta starts later tonight. And in the early hours of tomorrow morning, the top 30 players in the FedEx Cup competing for massive, massive money. And, of course, we will be represented by Cameron Smith and Adam Scott. We've got Adam Pengilly. Uh, give us a bit of an update there on what's going on with Ben Hunt at the Dragons as well. He's written a story about that in the Sydney Morning Herald today. We'll get him to tell us about that. Steve Blocker-Roach, of course, 7 at 8 a.m. to preview round 24 of the NRL. Shane Crawford, Hawthorne champion, just after 8 o'clock. Brad Davidson will get his mail for today and look ahead to Saturday as well. And Phil Moss. And uh, Mossy can answer all your questions on what's wrong with uh, Liverpool instead of bagging me all the time. <laughs>